It's the Early Access Podcast, episode 32. It is May 5th, 2020. I've been inside for over 50 days. It shows DJ Nicky from Sales Shampoo. Keeler is here also. All right, so we are once again going to talk about the exact same thing as we do every week. The first thing I want to start off with, there was, again, a third different content creator on Twitch who was, I guess, sub-shaming. We, we should have a word for it at this point because there's so many... This happens literally every week. And I say the same thing every time. You guys are all getting baited. Everyone is getting baited to get mad at this person so they get more attention on Twitch. It happened again. I'll do it right now. You guys are listening to the Early Access Podcast. It's a free podcast that goes on every 8 p.m. PST on twitch.tv slash shampoo. And you haven't donated $100. We have, we've put out hundreds of, maybe thousands of minutes uh, at this point of content on the Early Access Podcast. And, and we are still only at, I'm only making dozens of dollars off of my Twitch channel. Maybe hundreds on a good, on a good month. Hundred. Singular. We need, we need more subscriptions. You guys can't be such cheapskates. You can't, you need, you need to start paying for the content you enjoy. Anyway, that, that kind of clip came up again on Twitter. Um, it was Amanda Kearney. Killer, killer said to just not say the name, but, um. There, there he went. Every... I think they're either baiting you, or even if they are sincere, they're gathering views. This, the video of her talking about, hey, you guys, you guys really aren't subscribing to me or whatever, it has 1.5 million views. We're not even going to the play the clip because it's the same clip every week. This video has 1.5 million views. She got 1.5 million views for saying a shitty thing that, A, I think they're just baiting you because it's worked twice already, two other also just so happen to be female, content creators do the same thing that you're doing a just chatting IRL stream, sitting at your desk or sitting on your bed or sitting in your room, and then you subshame people. You say, you're not paying money for my content, even though Twitch is a free platform. People get mad at it every single time. And this video in particular, posted on May 4th, literally a day ago, has 1.5 million views. Now, of course, I think she was big on Vine and she's an Instagram model. Which is probably why this might have gotten more views than some of the other times this has happened. Uh, people on Twitter. I, I think these women are smarter than you give them credit for. They are baiting out these views and attention. So people talk about it. So people, you know, sit on their high horse and say, Yo, this girl, like she's begging for subs. I, a real Twitch streamer, work for free. I do it for the love of it. Like, screw her like and her. The, Go ahead, Gilly. They're like the perception already of like, women going onto Twitch for like attention and to just get all of the money and all the all the things from all the men all like the views ogling at them. So like there's already that perception and obviously they're feeding into that because everyone already wants to like stick it to the Twitch thoughts or whatever names they come up with. And they're they're playing into this. If they're not playing into it, if I'm totally wrong and I'm giving them too much credit, you're giving them attention for saying a shitty thing. And uh, this is happening literally every week. I think on the last like four podcasts, we might have talked about this. this is a third time. I think there's literally a new female streamer who does this absolutely every week. And people take the bait on Twitter. I see it retweeted, uh, quote retweeted. So they're linking back to the direct video. Um, actually, no, this, this particular one. No, no, I take that back. I think actually none of the three times they were not linking back to the direct video. Um, however, the three times that this has happened, I knew who the content creator was who was doing this without very much research, or I recognized them. And so, 
Twitch is about uh, a lot of it is about getting eyes on you. You know, it, it's not about producing incredibly high quality content um, and and doing like a new big crazy thing. Look at the top games; it's probably the same. Warzone, Valorant. You know, being good at those games obviously helps. Being funny obviously helps. Um, but the hard one of the hardest things about Twitch is just getting your name out there. And although this isn't the cleanest way to do it, it is a way to do it. And I actually didn't even know she was on Twitch until I saw this clip. And you're giving people attention that if you don't want them to have attention. They just don't call attention to something bad that they're doing. And I'm going to hot take here. I'm gonna, I should tweet this out. I, I'm going to say something I, I haven't said yet on the podcast, and I don't think I've ever expressed to anyone or even publicly. That is not nearly as annoying as, hey guys, don't forget, you get a free Twitch Prime sub every month. Just link your Amazon Twitch Prime account to your Twitch account, and be sure to spend that for a free sub to my channel. It really helps us out and supports the channel to help me keep making the content that you guys enjoy. So please, if you have a free Amazon Twitch Prime sub, consider spending it on the channel. It, that is, to me, equally as annoying. Ever since they premiered that at, what, TwitchCon 2, I believe, it was in San Diego in 2016, I've heard that promotion half a billion times. We all know that everyone gets a free sub. Now, if you didn't know, you have a free sub that you can spend. You look, guys, that, that is, it's annoying. It's, it's just quite frankly annoying. And this is just a different way of soliciting for subscribers. Um, a bit in a meaner way, but it's, it's significantly less annoying, in my opinion. Both of, those, both of those things I just subscribed, both of those ways of soliciting subscribers, uh, equally annoying. Um, but one of them, I think, is clearly bait. And the other one is just... Just flatter annoying. Everyone knows that there's a Twitch Prime sub nowadays, dude. All right, speaking of, um, Keeler, can you pre-read this? I don't know if I should read this on Twitch. What are we looking at? Uh, it's this tweet right here. I should probably, for the sake of radio, since I actually even brought it up, I should probably read it. Right. Can, can you right. skim that real quick? And, and Yeah, I'll skim that. I'll go ahead. Okay, so. You, you'd say something. There Sorry, are. What this is. All right, so the tweet I sent Kuehler, and I'm having Kuehler pre-read it because I'm not even sure if I'm allowed to read this entire thing on Twitch. I might do it anyway. Um, men tend to solicit things from women on uh, Twitch, Twitter, for, for a variety of interesting things, whether it be feet pics or lewds or, or what have you. I found one, and I'm a veteran in this space, obviously. Um, I've seen a lot of shit. I've gone to... Um, I, I remember in particular, I went to dinner with this one female content creator who uh, I went through her Snapchat with her consent. She let me go through some of her unread messages um, and she was sitting right there next to me. And the shit that I, I, I don't think to this day I've seen so many dicks in one day. And it, it really helped boost my self-confidence because some of you guys, I mean, your lighting, your angles, your fucking fingernails, like what is going on, dudes? Um, so I've, I am friends with a lot of female content creators. I've seen the shit they deal with. I can't imagine dealing with that on a daily basis. I get tastes of it for sure. And I've seen some crazy things. But the tweet that I just gave Kula to pre-read for me is amongst some of the uh, most insane requests that I've seen. Kula, is it absolutely nuts? You, you know the subject matter, right? Yeah. Because besides that, it's not really much more than the subject matter. Do you, do you think I should read it? You or me, whichever one. Uh, please, you please read it. Please read it. I want okay. you to read it. 
Okay. Wait, wait. I, I, oh, I want to yeah. preface this real quick with the person sending this. If you look at his photo, is a bald, like old forties, maybe fifties white dude. Just picture someone like that, maybe a little overweight. Um, just picture that in like, your head as Keeler Reese. Not that at all. But go ahead, Keeler. Hello, Miss. I would love. I would love to buy a container of your shit and pay you for it. I am willing to offer five hundred dollars. You will need an airtight air release container. It's a specific kind of container to preserve the fecal matter. You've probably never done anything like this, but it can be pretty simple. It could also throw in an extra fifty dollars if you could follow food requirements. I'd prefer you to eat a hamburger in at least one baked potato during this time. Send me a message if this is something you are interested in. And DM. So I I uh there's a lot to tackle here. <laughs> this is in a Twitter DM. Where do you even start? I, I guess maybe I, the, the request. I like reading these because it helps me keep in touch with female content creators. I, I realize that they deal with this shit on a daily basis, but the magnitude of it is really humbling because in my time on Twitch, when I was a popular content creator, um, I did receive death threats and people, uh, I'm going to come kill you at TwitchCon, Nikki. And it's just people like really saying hurtful things to me. Um, or, or just being threatening, but I've never, I've never gotten something like this, um, where it's not so much a threat as it is, a something, I don't know. I, I respect So first off, the way he wrote this offer, very well written. I've, I've, I, I clearly, this man's clearly an expert. He's done this before. He knows what you need to, to safely transport this through the mail. I looked it up. It's actually legal to transport fecal matter through the mail as long as you're sending it to someone who is okay with that. Um, this guy is clearly okay with that. He's, he's very much okay with it. I, I, I really respect the fact that he offered to pay more for, for some food requirements. He, he's really this going in-depth. This guy actually is he, he's giving more of like a justification and cost than most people do to artists on, on the internet. That's, that's one thing that I was going to get to, you know, you know, I'll be like, Oh, can you make me this $10 drawing full body, full color? Like, a, well, that'll actually take me like five hours. So the going rate for that would be like 75 bucks. Like, no, fuck you. I'm going to promote your art. This guy, this guy pays. And in that aspect, I can respect it. Um, dude, a lot less effort too. I want to let you know I don't eat baked potatoes very often, but literally today I had tater tots and hamburgers are a huge part of my diet. I had like two of them yesterday. Uh, Jesus Christ! I like that is that uh, he's asking. You for could some, totally get all of that for less than fifty dollars. That is not a, an insane requirement to ask of an American. Hey, can you eat a hamburger and a baked potato? Like I feel like yeah, I could if totally. You, I'd be, probably be doing that anyways. I probably there's a seventy five percent chance I already had that. <laughs> like. Within the last 24 hours. You have baked potato, and you usually have baked potato. I do have potato in general, though. But yeah, um, I don't know what's supposed to come of this conversation that I'm having with, with Keeler right now. Uh, I, I guess the basic point is that people in the scat fetishism are paying more than Twitch people asking for art <laughs> on their channel. That's, that's the real I guess so. That is the, re that is the real thing. People... People who want to be commissioned for things uh, are, are not getting as much money as, as people who want all this really takes service. is just, you know, depositing. It's something you do already. Container. Yeah. As opposed Hopefully to daily. like drawing something takes quite a large amount of time. Look, you can live a day without drawing, but every day, I mean, like you're throwing away $500. You're literally flushing it down the toilet. 
I there's no real takeaway from this. Um, this is just this is just one of the weirder things that I've seen on the internet. All right, the last link that I'm I actually sure not the weirdest, like that you'll see in general or that other people have seen. I I have one more link here uh, that I want to talk about. Do you want to read this one, Keila? Do you want me to read this one? I've, uh, I'm going to send you the link right here. This one's called, Am I the Asshole for Deleting My oh, Son's yes. Minecraft World? This one I wanted to talk about because I, I feel like I can get a little bit deeper on this one than the last topic. Do you want to read this one, Keila, or do you want me to read it? Uh, I guess I'll, I'll try it. I'll be the reader of this, right. of right, this episode of the Early Access Podcast. All right. I have two children, a nine-year-old son and a six-year-old daughter. My son had a Minecraft world where he built quite an impressive castle on the island, which he was very proud of to show me. Since school was canceled, he's had issues waking up on time. He's supposed to wake up at 7 each morning, but for the past month, he has been sleeping in until about 9 or 10. I always set an alarm for him, but he sleeps right through it. I don't wake him up because waking up himself up is a skill that he needs to learn. I told him about two weeks ago that there are going to be consequences for him if he continues to sleep in every morning. At first, he understood and was waking up on time every morning, but for the past week or so, he has fallen back into his old habits. I told him yesterday that this is his final warning. Today, he slept until 11. So, I followed through on my warning, and I went on the computer and deleted his favorite Minecraft world. I also took away computer privileges for the next month. When I told him, he started screaming and crying. He told me that he spent a whole year working on that world, and he's very distraught that he's never going to see it again. He's been crying and sobbing throughout the day and has refused to eat any of his meals. It's on a hunger strike, damn. This kid is fucked up for the rest of his life, dude. Like, that is... That is devastating. To a nine-year-old... You gotta think, like, one... If he's been working on it for a year and he's nine, this is, like, one-ninth. That's over 10% of his life that he spent working on this Minecraft. I never even thought of that, too. That is... The year uh, would still be a long time for me. Oh, a year... Yeah, but that is literally over 10% of his life just down the drain. I wonder if there's some sort of, like, recovery or... First, first thing this kid's gonna learn is you gotta keep backups of your shit. Like you gotta have stuff on USB. <laughs> you gotta have stuff on USB. I'm being such an asshole right now. No, but uh, this mom is absolutely. That is absolutely devastating because if you were to, if your kid loved drawing, you know, and you destroyed their entire art notebook that they had been working right. on for the past year, that is, that is going to cause some serious distress. This kid is going to be going to therapy in ten years. That's for this exact like, it's moment. It's not just like a it's not like a grinding kind of video game where you're just collecting points. Like it's a very creative game where you have architectural design and like uh layouts and you take things apart and put them back together again. So I'd imagine like you spend a whole time working on it, but you have to you're like sandbox creative and you're very proud of the results of it. And so having that taken away is taking away like a creation that you've made, not just like a, a series of points of progress in a game. Yeah, it's not like taking away. It's, it's not. It wouldn't be the same as when my parents would take away my Pokemon Silver and just be like, "Ah, oh, crap! I can't continue progress progressing." Like you get it back and you just pick up from where you were again. Also, I want to. I want to mention. Now, I'm not a parent. Actually, well, if if they deleted, if they like broke the cartridge of Pokemon Silver, they never I, did. I'd still be pretty but, like hurt at that. Yeah. No, because oh, yeah. all my cartridges have died. The batteries and all of my cartridges have died. Um, just because of time, they the batteries die out, and you're yeah. unable to store 
the, the memory anymore. And I remember when I first turned on my Game Boy, because I was just kind of curious, and I found out that the battery was dead and all it was gone, I did feel a little like I'm I'm it's I'm way beyond that time now that it doesn't hurt so immediately, but I did feel a little like I lost something. I lost like years of childhood that I had saved on that little ROM. I remember that was back in um, the Pokemon community back in like 2015. Everyone was mentioning like, yo, this is the year like your Game Boy games die. Like your yellow silver, the I the lifespan, clearly. the lifespan of those games. I don't remember the exact year, um, but I think it was like 2015, 2014, somewhere around there. The lifespan of these cartridges is 10 to 15 years. So this is practically the last year that it'll work. And I know there's ways to replace it. And replace you can the replace the battery, which I've yeah. thought of doing so, so I could get it back. Is there that, a way to like take that memory off the ROM? Was there like I don't know. Do I, I haven't looked into it before. I decided to talk about it it's on a podcast. Obviously, too late to do that, but yeah. But anyway, there's there's this big thing with like in in 2014 or whatever. I remember just a bunch of people like starting to look up YouTube videos of how to replace their game cartridges and stuff. Anyway, I, I want to po- I want to get in another thing, and I don't know if this is important for child development for them to, but why? Why do why do kids have to wake up at what did she say seven each morning? What does a kid have to do at seven a.m.? I know you have to be at like school at eight thirty. That's when class starts. It but depends. if class is starting in like high school, and granted, high school is different than elementary school, but times are always like different in school. I had class started at seven forty-five. That's so inhumane. Like, breakfast and stuff. Oh, it was totally inhumane. We were like te- late teenagers, you know, like not even like early kids. We were like late teenagers. We are always exhausted. Like I think scientifically, like teenagers should not be waking up super early. Uh, and also we go to sleep very late because we're like later te- high school kids. So yeah. everyone was just on like four hours of sleep for the entirety of high school. You were the first. actually inhumane. I remember the first time I got yelled at. I was uh, like 17 or 18. Um, and I had kept a very, I had a, kept a great sleep schedule. I was a, from zero to 16 or 17, I think 17. I was like, a, I was a perfect stand up kid. Like, I'm, I'm talking going to bed on time, literally always doing my homework, absolutely zero times getting in trouble. 18, when I started getting senioritis, it started falling apart, senior high school. But the first time I went to bed at 2 a.m., uh, my parents lost their shit. And now I go to 2 a.m. all the time, but I, like, can still do my job. And all that. If I wake up, the kids slept in until 11 a.m. I'm an adult now. And if I wake up at 11 a.m., like, wow, we're going to be productive today. Oh, we're going to have so much shit done by 2 p.m. Like, I'm feeling good when I get up at 11. Um, there is a lot of science to say that kids wake up way too early for school and they should be doing so. Later. Right. They need more sleep, right? tied to a lot of things. Yeah. Then, or just naturally, they tend to want to wake up later. 9 to 11 is kind of the natural wake up time. Waking up at seven to do what? Like, why do you even want your kid to be awake at that time? Don't you, wouldn't you want to want some peace around the house for an extra two or three hours from a nine-year-old? Also, it's like, it's a tough time right now, too. Like, they're talking about this time specifically, also. Anyway, and that's, uh, that's, kind of, that's kind of hard. It, like, people have been all, yeah. already talking about, like, Zoom fatigue. And, like, being in, like, constant meeting time, like, actually just exhausts you. Even I felt it sometimes, which I didn't think I would have that. Because I do Zoom quite often. But sometimes I, like, turn off the meeting and I just, like, kind of doze off. So I, when I was, uh, I was around, like, in high school, uh, my parents threatened to send my PS3 to the Philippines. uh, To, like, some of our poorer cousins or whatever. Which... I don't even know like if that would be worth the shipping to ship from California to the Philippines. A PS3 is not a super light item. 
um, and, and all my games. Like, I don't know if that would be worth the cost other than just destroying it with a sledgehammer, uh, honestly. But that would have put me at a very different place in life. If I kind of had to to flourish my own love for gaming, my parents started off, uh, I, I got to play games when I was like five, I just sat on my dad's lap and played Doom or whatever, or Duke Nukem. Uh, but my parents never really like grew my love for gaming. Of course, they, they were the ones to buy me the games um, before I you know could actually make my own money and I started getting my own jobs. I think, did I pay for my own copy of Skyrim? I think at a certain point, Skyrim came out in 2011. I remember because it was recently 11, 11, 11. At a certain point, I was smart enough to like save my Christmas money to get games that were coming out. It was like 2011, so how old, how old was I? Like 16? I think that was the first game I bought with my own money, even though I didn't really earn it. I, I kind of had the concept of saving um, set down, but I wasn't really super encouraged to game. I wish I kind of was, because I think it's Shroud who's told the story of how he would just do like lands all the time, and now he's just a freak, like clicking heads all the time. And you see these like Fortnite pros, these kids who are like 16, um, just playing games all the time. Had I started that early, like really trying to get into gaming, I might be at a different place. But while I wasn't encouraged to game, I wasn't um, also like I told not to do it because I was so well behaved and I always came back with like decent grades and nothing ever broke and I never got the cops called on me and I came home after class without murdering anyone ever. Um, I I was I was able to have my games. I was encouraged to, but I they couldn't be taken away because I was never like uh, a terrible person about them. And I I remember when my PS3 was threatened to be sent across the Pacific Ocean to the Philippines had had it actually been sent away I think I'd be in a significantly different place now because obviously then I wouldn't have started um, playing Assassin's Creed multiplayer then uh, I wouldn't have met Kitty playing that game who I then eventually went to Japan to visit and then me and Kuehler went to Japan I probably would have never met Kuehler I probably would have never started a Twitch channel and then eventually gotten the job that I have today because of my knowledge of streaming and, and done all the other things I've done um, all because parents and i feel like it'll be different when our generation becomes parents all because parents don't quite understand um that gaming isn't just we're not running around stomping on goombas anymore like it's an actual social thing that is being helpful uh i've in quarantine all i'm doing is playing beat saber and pp grinding and getting angry at warzone and had i not a vr headset that i could escape into for like an hour or two a day and like, I can go and get mad at Warzone. Like, Warzone legitimately pisses me off. I think it is a terrible Battle Royale. It is the worst Battle Royale map I've ever played in my life. The only reason I'm playing it right now is because it is a way for me to socialize. Um, and we're all kind of collectively shitting on the game and we all dislike it. But there, if it, had I been able to go to the arcade this whole time, I probably wouldn't be playing Warzone. I'd probably just be at the arcade playing DDR. Um, but because... I have nothing to do. Warzone is such an... Think about it. Battle Royals are such an easy way to just burn time. Right? You drop... If you win a game, that's 30 minutes. You know what I mean? I feel pretty accomplished. After, well, with the exception of the time I won a game by standing on top of a hill that no one else can get on top of. That's because the Warzone map is stupidly poorly made. But it's, it's kind of a way to, to get away from the fact that I, I'm just sitting here watching Netflix. Actually, I only watched one thing on Netflix. I watched Tiger King. I feel like I would feel pretty bad if all I was doing was sitting and watching TV. Because at least when I'm playing Warzone, I feel like I'm doing something. I'm leveling up guns as, you know, unuseful as that is ultimately. 
Uh, I feel like I'm actually like you know you play a 30 minute game or you die like 15 minutes and you play five games and you you've already burned like three hours, you know, and you're like shooting the shit with your friends in between firefights. Uh, but anyway, to answer the initial question, is this parent an asshole? Yes, this parent is a terrible person. This kid will have to go to therapy for this, uh, and it'll probably significantly impact him for the rest the rest of his life. That was one ninth of his life gone. Right there in this the blink of an eye. Me, there was a very famous Am I the Asshole of a similar case of someone destroying their PlayStation. I don't know if you ever saw this one. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I did see this one. Um, I, I, will, I will link it to you, but I'd like to read it just because it's very entertaining. Um, basically, like, the, yeah, the cousin... Okay. Uh, I, I, I can read it too because I'm doing the reading this time. But the cousin uh, told the kid that they were going to destroy it. So he actually had like mental preparation for it. Uh, so here, I'll just go through it. Okay, so he says, uh, My brother-in-law saw one of those stupid videos where they destroy the video game console in front of their child to teach him a lesson. I heard him planning on doing that to my nephew because he failed two courses in school. He's 12. Which, by, by the way, that doesn't matter. Within, after like no several one, years, it doesn't matter no if he failed. Yeah. No one cares. No one, after you leave high school, most of that doesn't matter. Uh, I tried taking them out, uh, talking them out of it, telling them that that's not the way. Sell it, hide it, whatever. Just don't do it. That was my point. I told my nephew what they were going to do, and I asked him not to overreact. Just tell them you're disappointed or something that makes them feel bad. If he brings his grades up, it'll give him a new PS4, but I wanted his stupid parents to feel guilty. Last week, my brother-in-law sat him in the chair, had a couple of asshole friends uh, holding him down, and proceeded to destroy the PS4 with a baseball bat while laughing and yelling and recording. My nephew had a poker face, did not move at all and whispered something and laughed. His dad stopped and asked everyone to shut up, and he, and he asked him, like, what are you laughing about? My nephew said, you humiliated me. You took something that was mine and humiliated me in front of everyone. You are bigger, stronger, but everybody is helpless when they're asleep. I am laughing because everybody is helpless when they're sleeping. If you are done, I want to go inside. There is something I need to think about. He had a, an entire week to prepare what to say, and this is what he came up with, and his delivery <laughs> was fucking scary. I was speechless. Everyone was shocked. I said out loud, good parenting, everybody. Good job, and went after my nephew. I spoke with my nephew afterwards, and he said that he will tell no one what I told him, and he has no plans on doing anything to his parents at, at all. He just wants to teach them a lesson, as I suggested. Now my sister booked an appointment with a, psycho with a psychologist. They're sleeping with locks on their doors, and <laughs> it caused a family crisis. Uh, he says, I feel like an asshole. I just had to tell him uh, like what to patch things, but honestly, I just want to see where this is going. He, the, the whole internet decided this guy was not an asshole. He was a good oh, person. I, I, and this kid, <laughs> this kid is like, like, like galaxy brain at, at 12 years old. I, holy crap. I can't believe I hadn't seen that before. That kid, that kid is literally straight out of an anime. This is, we need to ban anime. This kid is watching some fucking JoJo's Bizarre Adventure or something. I don't watch any anime. It's way more ridiculous than that. This is definitely something but the, else. Th but. This kid is this kid is injecting the anime straight into his fucking veins to have said something like that. That is absolutely hilarious. That is beautiful though. Like this family is sleeping with locks on their doors. <laughs> this is real. You know, Reddit, it's Reddit. It could be it's anything. Reddit. But even if it, even if this was fake, like this is just beautifully written. I feel like at twelve. I'm not so skeptical that a 12-year-old could be eloquent enough could to say happening. something like that. I could, I could imagine this happening. 
That also, is, it was like a nuts. thing. There were like videos at the time of people like smashing consoles in front of their kids and recording it. Okay, so I want to I want to mention though that also the parents are complete ass. Like, why would you record this? Like, you should you put this on TikTok or Content. something? I mean, it, it was the end of 2019. This was the year of like Daddy O Five and shit like that. I don't even know was that the year before or something. It's the era. Uh, yeah, uh, it's yeah, the I'm era. Sure. YouTubers basically doing abusive things and filming it for reactions. Um, and, and this kid just they gave him a week's advance. He mentally prepared himself, and he completely now scared the shit out of everybody. All right, so kid, badass of the week, um, the cool, the cool uncle, cool uncle, the uh, dad recording it had it had it asshole friends holding him down. They pinned the kid down and destroyed his PS3. Uh, I, I'm proud of. I I would PS4. That's actually very different. Yeah, I. Uh, who's using a PS3 in, in the year 2019, 2020? <laughs> it's actually a 12-year-old. How old was he? Yeah, he was born when the PS3 came out. Like, what are we talking about? Like the, that's like the 64 for us at this point. I wanna, can I read the edits here? Um, edit. My, my nephew told me he heard a similar line in a Mafia movie. But uh, see, I knew, Mafia is just Italian anime. But he didn't remember which. He totally yeah, wrote yeah. down some ideas to make his parents feel guilty and chose that, uh, this one. It did happen. I am aware of how unbelievably badass it sounded. I share it because I was feeling guilty and because I was proud of my nephew's epic response. The father tried holding the controller, uh, excuse me, hiding the controller once to punish him, but he snuck a second controller he borrowed from a friend. I did the exact same thing, dude. <laughs> um, They're not abusive parents all the time. They saw a video online, thought it would teach them a lesson. I disagree and thought it was an outright traumatic experience. They didn't listen when I thought to give my parents... I uh, thought, thought to give my nephew a heads up. My sister is super paranoid. Her husband is concerned about his response, but not because he is afraid of his life. My sister is, which makes things worse. Thought it was fun to share. They're not bad people. Uh, I don't think there's much to update. They will go to therapy and most likely... <laughs> I'm glad they're getting the therapy in now instead of the kid getting therapy when he's 22, 10 years later. Yeah. Um, I'm very proud of my okay. nephew. Keep me at cool while it was happening. It was way more than what I could possibly have expected. In retrospective, and after reading some comments, they all really need therapy. They really need therapy. <laughs> like that's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you see it every day, it's hard to notice that some behavior could be toxic. I don't regret what I did, and I definitely don't regret posting here. Reddit could be really insightful sometimes. Thank you for the comments. It's very, very minor amount of times, but yeah. Yeah, like the first edits is a lot of him like defending the family, and then the second edits like, ah, yeah, actually they all need they all need therapy. You think this kid's a theater kid? I want a kid like. I don't this. know. I don't know. I don't know how well he acted to it. Also, keep in mind his emotions probably were strong because he just watched his PlayStation Four get destroyed, like preemptive warning or not. Yeah, he got to see his PlayStation get destroyed. So, I I don't know if he is or if he just really is good at emulating mafia films. But you know, it always starts with emulation. So. I guess when he gets into high school, maybe if he needs an extracurricular activity, that's one thing to get into. You know, when we're when all of villain. when all of the current gamers. By the way, one of my friends from high school, I think I just found out, got engaged. She's literally a couple months younger than me. Uh, I was going to her birthday parties in high school. Jeez. But anyway, so my section of of humanity, uh, my age group, becoming parents right about now. When we're talking the '90s, kids becoming parents right about now. We're all like gaming PCs, RBG lights and shit. I, some people might take this to the wrong next level because I, ten years from now, I guarantee you will be seeing those videos. 
I destroyed my kid's $30 gaming PC. They, like, built this kid incredibly, like, RGB, uh, beautiful, dual NVIDIA, a uh, 400 graphics card, whatever the hell is out at the time. No, right? no one SLIs anymore, though. Keep that in mind. Oh, yeah. But the point is, they're going to be destroying, like, these super high-end gaming PCs, destroying, like, these PCs uh, that were built for their children who were born in, like, 2030. And they're just absolutely going to be bawling. And they'd be like, "Be sure to subscribe to my channel for next week. We're going to break a we're going to break a PS10 or whatever." Like the the future destruction of consoles will be more expensive than the present day destruction of consoles. I'm destroying VR headsets in my household when my kids misbehave. Come home with in 2030, Fs. you just it's like snapping someone's glasses. I'm gonna <laughs> just like snap it in half. I'm going to fry the AR chip that we implemented in your brain, kid. <laughs> no more heads-up display for you. That mini-map, you got to fucking walk to school now. Hope you remember the way, idiot. <laughs> like, Yeah, we'll destroying... Maps, which now will feel archaic. That'll feel like pulling up a real map. Destroying, uh, destroying children's consoles, I think, is, is not the play. Says Nikki, the, the guy who doesn't even interact with children very much anymore. Especially because he's been at home for the past... What fifty? What I count? I have interacted with days. children for quite a bit, and I've been obviously because we're all stuck inside. But no, way more than you did because that was actually my job. And yes, I would never want to destroy the shit they make because. Oh, um, it's it's, val it's valuable to them. There's other things yeah. you can do. I found out there's really other things that you can do without having to do that kind of shit. Uh, I'm not even a parent. So to keep things. In case this becomes an anthropology of what was happening during the great Rona times of 2020, we're like 50 days in or something like that. They extended the stay-at-home order. I don't remember if the last podcast I talked about they extended it, um, but it's going through May now. I think it's lifting June 1st. Dude. Something like that. I am actually in... I'm getting in pretty decent shape. Like, not... I've been eating not like a fat ass because I haven't been going to Denny's like twice a week destroying like a thousand pound breakfast you know, I, at midnight I saw a post today and this feels like one of those like philosophical statements that's like super profound like the first like the beginning of the myth of, myth of sisyphus or something he just said like no one really goes to denny's you end up there yeah yeah you never yeah. you it never start your day like yeah you never you never, i never really think of my day like i want to go to denny's but Sometimes I just end up at a Denny's and it's usually there's usually a lot of things that have to like cascade in my life to bring me to Denny's. You have to be Not drunk, you have to be out late, you know, or a combination yeah, of the like two. Yeah, like once I was out at like 4 a.m. and 5 a.m. and I'm like, I gotta just, I'm just gonna wait for the sun to come up at this point. Where do I spend it? I'm frozen, I'm hungry, I go to Denny's, it was open. Exactly. Um, and it's not like my phone was dying. That was also a thing. My phone was dying, and needed someone to charge my phone. They charged my phone. Like they got all day breakfast, you know, and breakfast, in my opinion, best meal. Uh, anyway. Oh, yeah. what, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. I'm not, since I haven't been going out and eating a bunch, um, despite the fact that I'm still eating like crap. I mean, I'll eat a Hot Pocket at midnight every now and then. I am, uh, I'm looking pretty good. I finally shaved off all the extra weight that I gained while we were in Japan eating like Yakiniku twice in two weeks and absolutely destroying uh, Family Mart snacks. And I'm feeling pretty good. Unfortunately, and KFC Pizza Hut oh, combo and the KFC Pizza Hut combo, as we've talked about in early episodes one, of the Early like Access I Podcast, more in that day than I did in like the rest of the days surrounding it. It was uh, it was not healthy. I've I've shaved off all the extra weight that I've gotten while I was in Japan, um, and summer's coming up and June is coming up, but the shelter in place orders have extended, 
and I'm feeling I'm feeling good, dude. My forearms are like, dude. I like if you were a cannibal, you want to like rip my forearms off and eat them. Like all this Beat Saber, dude. My forearms are getting kind of meaty, like and, sh- and shaped. Saber. You know, I'm feeling good. Yeah. I'm anyway, more when it all started, just because like the effects of basically being at home. But now I'm doing it yeah. less. And now I just, I just gotta like find more time for Beat Saber. That little switch on my computer, still a lifesaver. Oh yeah, your HDMI switch. I just click a button and switch over from my T from my other like television display over to my VR headset. It's perfect. So, I think the first time the Saiyan order was supposed to go up was April fourth, and now it's gonna be over on like June first or like something 14th, like that. I think maybe the it's... early one was April fourth, but then it was definitely mid April, and then it was early May, and now it's the end of May. I'm really and looking forward to standing. It might even go more. I'm I'm looking forward to like having summer potentially. Um, because it gets really hot in my, in my office here because like, I mean, you could always go outside and all that stuff you from going outside. Yeah. But I mean, like you just can't be around people going out and doing summer things, you know, going out and partying or like having a beer or whatever. I mean, I don't even like beer actually. I don't even know why I said that. I don't really like beer all that much. I'm hoping that, uh, hopefully this is the last time they extend it. Although I don't think that it will be, um, there's the thing is well the thing is like even if they even if the shelter in place gets lifted it's not like probably bars will still be closed large events yeah, yeah. will still be closed so like you might be able to leave your house properly but you're not going to like round one or anything anytime soon that's exactly what i want to do uh yeah. there there's yeah, been exactly. talks there's a lot of things i want to do all my concerts are canceled and shit like that. there have been talks about uh california schools starting early which would suck at, dude i'm so glad i'm not in school oh, during God. i'm glad i graduated the year before this happened because i i can't imagine like you're a sophomore in high school right and you got to do all your homework from home and all that stuff um you can't go out and see your friends which was like the only redeeming factor of high school um and then now instead of starting in like august or october now you have to start again in like july because of like the learning deficit or whatever we don't learn anything in high school who what how have how is there this how, how does anyone believe that like missing two months of school will legitimately make people dumber i guess Side maybe it, developmental ages in, like when you're kindergarten it's okay. important but uh, high school like who cares in middle school i was on year-round system and it mostly wasn't too bad except it starts on july 31st and it's not really like the factor of like having to be there, having a shorter summer because you do get like other breaks within the year. Yeah. But it's more the fact that uh, you start like in the peak heat and it sucked. Like mm, you didn't want to do anything. You didn't want to be at school. When you got home, you didn't want to do homework. And because you just, you're just too much heat just completely like ruins your ability to like give a shit anymore. And so like technically school didn't really kick off for anyone until September anyways. Because just no one wanted to deal with that. Yeah, uh, and I'd I hate to, I'd hate to start that. No, even if you, if you start even earlier, that'd be worse. As someone who didn't go to like the nicest school, I mean, I went to a nice school, but not the nicest school. Our air conditioning is not plentiful, especially in some of the some of the buildings that are like the portables. Yeah, well, like so, yeah, some of them had air conditioning, some of them did not have air conditioning. But then even then, like my house did not have air conditioning. So I went home and it was boiling hot. And the last thing I want to do is take out a bunch of books and papers and start doing homework. I wanted to just lay in my bed and play some really easy video game or something. Anyway, speaking of um, playing video games, I'm going to go play Warzone. 
uh, with Bra and uh, Kevin. I want for those of you guys who, by the way, are watching the stream. I have a second Twitch channel, Twitch.tv slash Two, where we're playing Warzone, um, and we put it there because I want to put absolutely no effort into my Warzone streams. So that's where they're going to be on Twitch.tv slash Two. The Early Access podcast is on Twitch.tv slash every 8 p.m. PST. I think. I might. I'll kind of want to catch up on doing some other things. So I might take next week of the early access podcast off. We're we're on a pretty that good streak. Yeah, yeah, I Kill think I'd be fine with it too. Getting a because I want to work on else. I want to work on some other things next week, in particular some right. like Pokemon videos and all that. So we're gonna I take some things too. Wednesday, my Wednesdays are taken up too. So it's like Tuesday and Wednesday kind of just cut off. So. Yeah, let's chill out. We're we skipping next week. We're skipping the next week of the early access podcast. Uh, I'll talk about it in Discord. Discord.gg/shampoo. Um, what we're gonna do the next episode we're gonna skip next week because i gotta catch up on some things i have some work uh that i have to catch up on and then i i want to make a pokemon video and i, I just got some other things i, I want to do so uh, yeah, we're gonna add some things too. it's not like anything is going to happen within the next week yeah and, that and, too i'm like and before a nuke launches about? right like i mean we're, if a nuke launches we're either dead or like you heard it from somewhere throw, else you could throw a quick episode too you yeah, don't too. you don't need to get the news from me if a nuke then well, we'll just go Modern Warfare 2 on it and like shoot it out of the air and I'll, I'll be out defending the Burger Town. You get some nice GoPro footage of that instead. Instead of a podcast episode. Yeah, we'll have that. Yeah, okay. Okay. We're, we're here live at the front of the Third World War. And uh, we, have the, we have the president in the locker of... Was it the president or... No, it wasn't. It's like some important... No, it was not the in president. In Modern Warfare 2 when they locked like a high, a high ranking like government executive in a freaking freezer in Burger Town yeah what an absolutely absurd campaign all right i'm going to i'm going to get going again. so i can go get angry at people camping on top of buildings in warzone uh thanks for watching check us out on spotify and itunes see you guys some of the time